0: Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com or look for us on Facebook at Voices from the Bench. Greetings and welcome to episode 114 of Voices
1: from the Bench. My name is Elvis. My name is Barbara. Hi, everybody. How's it going? What's happening, Barb? How are you? Very, very, very busy week. We got a lot of work in. I'm super busy. Diagnostics are coming in. Aesthetic cases are coming in. It's been um, pleasantly busy. I I don't think I moved from my bench, so.
0: (laughs) Nice. You know, we've been busy here too, but the nice thing is we've had some posts on our Facebook page asking if other people have been busy, and everyone's pretty much saying they're slammed. Yep. So this is good. This is I really know. good. There is a lot of fear of work not coming back as quick. Yep. I don't think we're going to see February numbers right away, but I'm pleasantly surprised and happy with the amount of work coming in.
1: Hello. I believe your partner might have said that that was going to happen, but I'm definitely not going to take credit for being optimistic, Co.
0: And I'm definitely not going to let you say <laughs> I told you so. So there you
1: go. <laughs> I won't. I'm not that girl. <laughs> but hey,
0: it's June. We made it through May. So that's pretty exciting. Yep. And you know what June is, right?
1: Yes, I do. CDT and Dental Technician Month, right?
0: Heck yeah. I mean, we all know that every month should be Dental Technician Appreciation Month. But June is the time to give the shout out. Right on. So make sure you hang around. Later in this episode, some people have sent in some really nice thanks to our industry, audio recordings, and we'll play them at the end. So make sure you stick around for that. And the nice thing is June has five Mondays in it. So you still have four more episodes to send us your recordings at info at voicesfromthebench.com to give out that special thanks to that person or that group of people. we got a few vendors that send some in, some really nice stuff. All
1: right. Well
0: done, partner. But this week, <clears throat> voice correct, But this week we have another great collection of conversations that Barb and I got while we were at the Argon booth at LMT Lab Day Chicago 2020. Now the first one is this dynamic duo of dental technician and dentist, Tommy Rogers from Iverson Dental Lab, is an expert at full arch hybrid cases, and even though he's in California. He's partnered up with a doctor, Dr. Mike Clark, at of Washington State, and they talk about working that long distance and their experiences together and with other labs and dentists. Nice. And then we chat with Bob, who came to Lab Day
1: all from the way
0: Romania. from Sorry. Romania. Didn't yeah. interrupt you. Super psyched. No. It is super exciting. I'm going to try to say his name. I mess it up why we're we talking mess everybody's to everybody's name up. and yeah but this, this guy one. this guy come on now it's inut pitu nice i don't know if i got it or not well done. but he sits down to talk about dental laboratory technology from his country and why he traveled all the way to chicago to go to lmt lab day and then we sit down with joshua fitzgerald who is a one-person lab out of north carolina he talks to us about growing his lab and advertising on social media. Great stuff from the Argon booth at LMT Lab Day Chicago. So join us as we chat with Tommy, Dr. Clark, Bob, and Joshua. What about Anut? Well, he's Bob. Oh. <laughs> we wanted to be called Bob.
1: Oh. <laughs> okay.
0: Barb, I got a call from a doctor who's looking for a new lab. What? That's awesome.
1: Did they start to send you work yet?
0: Yeah, but unfortunately her impressions are
1: terrible. Miss margins, distortions all over. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Well, she's probably looking for a new lab because the last lab stopped taking her impressions. You know, bad dentists, they go from lab to lab to lab.
0: Yeah, that's probably what she's doing. But you know, I just got this account. I don't want to lose it. When I talked to her, I asked what impression material she was using, and it was some brand I've never heard of.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of crappy impressions out there. I don't understand why offices use cheaper materials to save money up front, but in the end, it ends up costing them twice as much, and with all the remakes, for us and for them, that they end up doing and, you know, we gotta eat the remake costs.
0: Yeah, that's so true. I really wish I could find an impression company I could rely on for help, and
1: the doctors can get the help they need for us to get the records
0: we need.
1: So there you have it. Check out Kettenbach, this German-manufactured impression material is taking the U.S. by storm. Not only do they use top-notch patented technology, but they have a dedicated customer service team that will work your accounts, which is amazing. Interesting. So do I just call the doctor and tell her to switch? You know, what if she doesn't want to? Well, you know how doctors are. Most of them are pretty open and say, hey, if I can do better, please let me know. So if I was you, I would tell her to call Kettenbach Direct, give her the number of eight seven seven They've actually got a $99 starter kit They will put her in touch with a local rep. And they also have a lot of materials that labs use every day, like the Panacell Lab Putty Hard and Lab Putty Soft. They've got Soft Reline. They've got Bite Registration material. And when a lab orders, guys listen up, 25% off your first order. All you have to do is mention the code Dental Lab Podcast 25 plus They sell direct, so there are even more savings.
0: Whoa, wait a minute. I've heard about that lab putty. We use it here in our lab. I didn't even realize it was made by Kettenbach. That is amazing lab putty that our technicians love. I'm going to check out kettenbach-dental.us right now, and then call my new doctor.
1: So just hearing Elvis say it's an amazing lab putty, there you go. There's a super awesome recommendation. So... Call him. Thanks for your support of the podcast, Kettenbach. Thank you.
0: Voices from the Bench. The Interview. All right, here we are, at LMT Lab Day Chicago 2020. I am with Dr. Mike Clark. Oh, my. Mike Clark and Tommy Rogers, CDT from iverson iverson i was gonna say inverness that's another <laughs> lab that i know pretty close yeah i saw you tommy yesterday at Calab. correct you're up on the 3d denture panel very interesting but then i also ran into you guys last night at the vulcan party and i found out you're sitting with the doctor you work <laughs> with a lot uh correct so this is an interesting dynamic that we don't get on the podcast very often
2: much less do we get in the same room since we're at two separate points of the West Coast. Yeah, so you guys aren't even close. No,
3: right? no. I'm in Central Washington, and Tommy's in Southern California.
0: So how the heck did you hook <laughs> up with this guy?
3: Well, I had a. Uh, well, that's a bit of a long story. It's something like there was a lab uh, that I worked very closely with, owned by Jeremy Wallers. Jeremy and I had worked together years. When Jeremy decided to take a permanent position with Coulter, yes. And so when he did that. That left me in the unfortunate position of not having a technician with which I had a very close
0: relationship. You didn't just take the next flyer you got in the mail and start sending your work to him? No, no. I didn't know?
3: It's not that. (laughs) Well,
0: to me, the the relationship is super important.
3: And and some of the cases that we take on, to me, require that kind of relationship. Sure, yeah. But I enjoyed the control of being closely associated with a lab, and so I bought his lab. Okay, so you
0: bought a dental lab. Yeah. Did Jeremy have employees? yeah himself
3: no, and he hadn 't been an employee um, but it's, but it 's a small lab, and so I took that, but i don 't have the time and frankly the experience or training to, to be a lab technician, and so I have hired a technician, but even then I, not with the level of experience that jeremy had, and really it 's hard to find a super well trained experienced technician in the united states you 're in a, a
0: room th- full of them right now <laughs> from a dentist 's perspective that 's been challenging sure. and so.
3: Jeremy introduced Tommy and I. I hit it off with Tommy right away. We, we were in the middle of some fairly complex implant rehab cases when Jeremy was hired away. Oh. So it was also really interesting because Tommy had, without really being involved in the treatment planning process, was sort of thrown into picking up those cases at the place that they were and bringing them to completion. And we're still actually working on some of those larger cases. Really?
0: So what sort of mess did he leave
3: you with?
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I always put it, but I always get heckled into <laughs> talking it down. So a lot of what uh, was left for me to take over was he's, I'd say we probably had a handful of them that were in their temporization phases and things of that nature. But what was really intriguing to me was how they temporized the materials they used and how they went about it. Jeremy was really big into the implant world with Mike, and he liked to experiment along with Mike using uh, Trilorotronia fiber composite bars as opposed to the traditional titanium bars. Yeah. So I, at that point, at Iverson, we had been researching other materials and things like that and wanting to get into that because for those that do know Iverson and know us we've been in the full arch world for probably the last 10 to 12 years as far as immediate load goes so that's kind of how I was introduced to Jeremy was through that immediate load and on the west coast when he would come through and lecture I was one of the technicians that would constantly heckle him uh, at lab day west D L O A C yeah, and things yeah, like yeah, that yeah. so we had that we had that relationship we were building off of and when he did jump on with Colzer it was, uh, it was one of the smoothest transitions because I had already been a, a frequent user of Colzer products and things like that. And that's when he hooked me up with Mike. And pretty much I was able to take a lot of the cases that he had started with Mike from that temporization phase, get a little bit further in-depth look at how Jeremy and Mike treatment plan these cases and executed them, but was able to, probably Jeremy's dismay, is push a lot of those to the final prosthetic portion when Jeremy was only able to take it to the temporization phase. Interesting. Were
0: you doing the Trilor and the Trinia before?
2: I had tested it, and we had done some sample cases, and we were toying around with the idea. Yeah. But because it had been such a, a new development, it wasn't something that we jumped in head first. Part of the issue that kind of came about is we've been immersed in the implant world for, for instance, what the lab, Iverson is an implant specialty lab, So we founded yeah, the business yeah. on in 91. But what really pushed the envelope was the fact that we were trying to migrate our digital re- or our removables to digital removables and i had we'll call it an extreme reservation about it uh, up until about two years ago so i was having to deal with my traditionally processed re- removables which i was comfortable with and yeah. it was you know a business within a business and sure. it was fantastic yeah but now i was contemplating digital removables along with adding in Trilor and Trinian fiber composite bars. So it, it kind of pulled me out of my comfort zone a little bit more than I was comfortable with, obviously. But uh, in true Jeremy and Mike fashion, they gave me that extra push and slap around it. when I needed to. Yeah. to so what were you doing before? Point. Titanium bars? Yeah, just titanium, yeah. cobalt, things yeah. like that. And uh, uh, zirconia full arch substructures. Non-reinforced at the time until we started reinforcing the zirconia arches yeah. and bars. So
0: as a doctor, is that what you were looking for, trinia bars, or is this introduced to you through Jeremy, hey, try this?
3: No, I think as a doctor, what I was looking for was to continue the kind of relationship that I had had with Jeremy as as a lab technician. That was, okay. that was my primary motivating.
0: And what's the best thing that he brought to the table? Because we know it's not looked. No. His charming attitude. I'm just at <laughs> <I'm just laughs> the guy here. Jeremy I'm just
3: kidding. Jeremy and I worked together. Uh, In treatment planning, and I think one of the things that was unique, especially in big implant cases, is he and I and a surgeon would actually sit down together with, when we started, it was sort of pre-CBCT even. Wow. So we'd sit down with models and radiographs and treatment plan, the whole case from beginning to end together. Yeah. You know, with the surgeon, the lab tech, and it sort of sounds... That's what everybody says, well, of course, that's what we should do, but it just doesn't happen It all doesn't,
0: time. even at our lab. Mm-hmm. I think I've done it a handful so, of times.
3: Yeah, Jeremy and I had a good relationship, and we were able to work very closely together from the beginning of a case all the way through to the end. And both of us were always asking, you know, what's the next best way to do this? How can we improve the process? How can we pr- improve the predictability, long-term outcome for the patient, um, all those things? And we were willing, we were both willing to try new things. Yeah. And um, But that relationship was the thing I was after. And so, yeah. and, and because of that, Jeremy and I started lecturing together years ago, and it was a novel concept, it seemed, for a dentist and a lab technician to partner. Yeah. I mean, that sounds outrageous. Of course, everybody calls that a partnership, but not the kind of way that we had partnered. No, um, we just
0: want your business. We don't want to be seen <laughs> with you.
3: And, and that's a mutual understanding between <laughs> the, 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 the provider, the dentist, and the lab, right? But, yeah. But then and when Jeremy moved on to Colzer, I was after a similar relationship, you know, with the lab. I, d- I don't want a lab, I just drop something in the mail to and they send me something back. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so uh, Tommy and Iverson and I text, you know, he's in Southern California. So I was used to having Jeremy right there. I mean, yeah. His building was adjoining my building. Oh, so I d- oh wow. That was I would close. go next door and say, hey, come look at this bite. Nice. It seems like it's a little open or, you know, back in those days, hey, I've got this wax rim in. How can I best market?" So that when you're setting the teeth, you understand what it is that we're after. So we really worked intimately together yeah. with patients. That's hard to. Now it's a lot of texting. It's a lot of hey, here's a picture of my setup, or here's a picture yeah. of the patient, and uh, but it's working. Yeah. yeah.
0: So how long has this been going on?
3: I don't know a year, a year,
0: a yeah. year, year and a half. How many like
3: cases two. do you guys usually? Well, we've done a lot because because he's doing regular. I do quite a lot of just conventional removable process okay and so, so this is not all big arch oh, no. conversions no. and nope. stuff.
2: no we've done a couple full arch conversions and the, and the beauty of that you fly up there for I've the done, i did that once i did a flap there for the first conversion because where it got kind of unique with the partnership with me and iverson with dr clark was the fact that i, I mentioned before that i was a little apprehensive about digital removables up until about two years ago yeah. obviously now everything we do is digital and we're having great success with it but Even before that, I was fully immersed in guided surgery. And I've been doing that for the last eight years. Um, And that's graduated into full arch guided uh, implementation and things like that. So where Jeremy pretty much handed off the baton, I could fill in that gap or that lack of intimacy that Dr. Clark was missing with us that he had with Jeremy by completing uh, webinars and things like that for our guided surgical plans, design review and things like that. All I had to have him do was jump in front of his computer when he had time. And he would, able to, he would be able to log into my software, review it, make changes, approve it, things like that yeah. for the larger cases. So, in, in an essence, it almost was like us being in the next room. We just had to make sure we scheduled our time accordingly. Sure. And he could complete that process in that manner. So, do you do your own conversions now? I ha- oh Yeah. Well, yeah.
3: I had, now that I have Tommy, it depends on the complexity of the conversion. Yeah. I'm happy to do that. Although, if there are unique, extenuating circumstances, I'm not a lab tech.
0: Yeah. So, you know, you'll bring them up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep interesting
3: yeah there's no substitute to me for that relationship and i i don't actually have a relationship with iverson i have a relationship with tommy yeah you know it's so to me it's a i want to find a technician who we can come to an understanding and initially that requires an immense amount of communication but as time goes on now tommy's like oh i know how mike's going to want that and i'm the same i know what tommy's going to want in terms of my record taking so that he can provide a a good product yeah the more cases we do the more that the less that needs to be spoken but initially that's a hey tommy's on the phone you know unless i am actively prepping i'll take his call that's a priority yeah that's the only way and
2: and it's kind of unique in the synergy and the way it works is the the last case that i did go up there for was a fully guided stackable development with a digital denture with the reinforcement to it so i had done a few of them mike had not done a whole lot of them in that technique we've done I mean, I've done hundreds of conversions over my career. Mike's yeah, yeah. done. We're both well-versed in it, but this was a new technique that we were trying to bring to the table and say, hey, this is your conversion in a box or guide in a box. We had the surgeon on board with it. We had Mike on board with it. I was on board with it. We were all dancing to the same tune. And what made it kind of comical in the fact is when we got up there, it turned into a 15-minute conversion. So was, <laughs> we kind of scheduled the whole day, and the majority of the day was scheduled around the surgeon. Minutes? Fifteen Fifteen-minute conversion.
3: The conversion, the actual conversion part, yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow.
3: Yeah. And all of us sort of were like, well, that was kind of anticlimactic. We thought there would be more. That's insane. It was, yeah.
0: And yeah. it wasn't
2: a prefabbed. You hear about those, what, like chrome and smile in a box? In essence, that's what it is. It's, it, it's a form of it, but there's some nuances that I've changed to it to kind of make it a little bit more unique and a little bit more user-friendly, but it also allows for a little bit more margin of error because yeah. the Chrome Guided Smile, the uh, NDX and Sequence, I mean, they're all great products. We've used them. Uh, I've actually been present in a lot of the conversions because e- even though those are conversions in a box, I still have a lot of the surgeons in my territory that are, uh, like Mike had said, it's still a little uneasy when you are just the clinician they are dealing with it because the clinicians aren't lab techs, just like the lab techs aren't clinicians. And not only are we not legalized to do that kind of work, it's not yeah. something that we want to put ourselves in front of. So it's kind of funny that they would use that chrome or use that uh, in sequence and still want a technician there just for that comfort level. Sure. So it just it, our version of it just gave us a little bit more of a leg to stand on because it allows for a little bit more margin of error. And the clinicians understand it. It's not as confusing. They don't have 35 boxes to sift through when they're dealing with it. Everything's nice, neat, and labeled in the case pen. It's shipped up.
0: Yeah, but, man, you still can't beat that conversion time. That's Mm -hmm. pretty nice. I bet you the patient loved that.
2: Yeah, I don't think you can get him back in for his – you saw him once for the post-op, and I don't think you can get him back in the office now, can you? No, he'll – To do the final?
3: He's been been good. We haven't taken that case all the way to final. Um, That's still still pending. We just spend an enormous amount of time, I think – in, in preoperative treatment planning. Mm-hmm. I mean, and There's that, nothing wrong with that. It, that sounds cliche, I guess. Yeah. But, you know. What is it,
2: predictable outcome, predictable right. income? Yep. yep. Sorry,
0: Jeremy. Yeah, that's his line. <laughs> so how many <laughs> conversions do you do where you don't see the patient for the final? Does that happen very often? You hear about the stories. So
2: that? I got a funny story about that. It was two days before. So I think it was Thursday of last week, and I was prepping for Chicago. So I get a call from one of my accounts down in San Diego, and he says, Hey, Tommy, so I had this patient we converted and, start and finished about a year and a half ago. And he called me. He's now moved to Florida. Okay. So he called me and said, Hey, my appliance broke. I need it fixed. Can you get me taken care of it? I don't understand why this happened. I paid a lot of money for this. I need this fixed. I'm going to fly back. I want it in two weeks. He says, Okay, go ahead and send it in. Let me take a look at it. I figure, Okay, worst case scenario, it's a strip. It's a retread on the titanium yeah, yeah, yeah. bar. right?" So I get it back in, and it, this was at the start of when I started my digital removables with Kohlzer and, and the care yeah. printer and whatnot. So I'm taking a look at it, and this uh, appliance that he wanted remade was a printed try-in, unreinforced. What happened to their finish? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> he said it went to finish. That's what the doctor told me. I could not find record of the finished product on my end in my dashboard, so I figured, okay, I've got, I've got a clerical issue. So i got to go back to my records and really get to the bottom of this. And so when I touched bases with the doctor, I had him go through his account records. He goes, Tommy, I saw this patient for the delivery of the try And so you're, you're negating yourself. You're delivering the try when that should have just been tried in. but colabitator didn't send back for me to finalize and add the bar for support underneath. Wow. He said, well, the patient loved it so much, I figured I'd let him go off and try it. And I'll be honest, I completely forgot to recall him to bring it back in. So a printed <laughs> over a year teeth and base lasted over a year wow unreinforced (laughs) what part
0: what part failed
2: uh the distal cantilever to uh, number number 20 was the distal most on the lower left side it snapped right at that uh, access channel how far do you
0: uh cantilever on a
2: temporary on the temporary i don't Um, i might go half a tooth and make sure it's completely out of occlusion just because i'm a stickler (laughs) at the i don't want to give them half a premolar or yeah, something yeah, like that yeah. at the temporary. I want to go back as far as I can. But since I don't reinforce my temporaries when they're unguided, I won't go back past yeah. uh, maybe three, four millimeters past that last sure. implant. If it's reinforced, I believe that case you and I did. Oh, we went yeah. back to first molar.
3: With the Trilor reinforcement, we went. We went. So we the
2: temporary you converted with Trilor? So the temporary, is, it's a little unique in the aspect that it's a Trilor reinforced printed denture. So we printed the, the teeth and base in Dima. Print material, but before I printed it, I designed a Trilore wafer. You can you can get it in wafer form. Comes in three pack wafer form. Yeah, yeah. We get them from Preet, sure. or I think you can get it from Digital Dental. A couple other places yeah, like yeah. Bios is selling them out too. But I use the wafers just because they're inexpensive. It's a twenty-five or thirty dollar reinforcement, and I can loot that to the model, and then scan my model in and design a denture underneath it. When it comes out, I just simply add that Trilor uh, wafer to the printed denture because it fits so intimately. Yeah. And I use that the parent uh, photopolymer material to embed that in that appliance, leaving myself about 4 to 6 millimeters for tissue gap. So then that's my finished denture that seats on top of my foundation guide. And when I get up to Mike's and they've got the foundation guide in place and we're ready to convert that denture, we pick it up with the patient full flap reflection. So Mike will pick up the cylinders in the mouth, Through this foundation guide, we remove it, and then the surgeon's able to close the flap, and then we take that back in the laboratory and backfill and attach the cylinders fully to that appliance, and then we've now added that additional photopolymer to the integral surface of the denture.
3: Wow. And while the surgeon is closing, Tommy is retrofitting the... So that's why that was so fast, because before the sutures are are completely placed, Tommy's back with the appliance ready to be delivered. So you're
0: done before the surgery? Yeah, it's it's kind of a race. I always hear it the other uh, way. No. I always hear it the other way. That that's what was, one that,
3: of the was things the plan, that was the so plan.
2: Yeah, is we we went into this wanting to be done with the conversion before the surgeon was ready for us. Is what I always go in there shooting for. Wow, that's what makes the team approach so so valuable in my opinion because we've got all three of us there dancing to the same tune, but yet hey, we almost make it a, a competition in that aspect because yeah. we're we're trying to race the surgeon to. To, to completion, so we can get that patient out there. But it must be
0: nice that you have a whole lab right next door. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, you hear about them doing in the closet of the. Uh, that's normally the where I'm at.
2: I'm normally in a five by five closet. Yeah. <laughs> Without any air or anything. Do you have that no little
0: travel kit you take with yeah, you with actually, all your
2: stuff? Yeah, I actually. I use a rigid stackable cases, a modular case. I have that's four of them. Very popular, together. Yeah.
0: Got your, all your
3: little tools and uh-huh. everything. Yeah. I'm printing in my lab, and that's really become probably most of what i do in-house now is what are you printing Uh, full dentures oh yeah in fact recently probably one of the most fun stories i've had recently from printing was i had a new a dentist who never sent work to our lab send me upper and lower immediates and i didn't actually hear from him for a while what his assistant calls me on a thursday at the end of the day and says hey we're in big trouble we did the surgery to deliver those immediate dentures. In the middle of the surgery, the patient started bleeding significantly, and it turned out had not reported that they, that they were on blood, blood thinners. thinners right? yeah. So we ended up getting the rest of the teeth out, but it, he, the post-operative bleeding was very challenging to control, so we didn't deliver the dentures. We did send the patient home with the dentures in their post-surgical care bag. When the patient got home in their drug-induced state, they threw the post-surgical care bag in the garbage.
0: Oh, jeez.
3: The garbage man then collected it the next morning. Mm-hmm. And when the patient came back to the office, he said, oh, hey, hey, doc, if it's okay, I, I don't think I have those dentures anymore. Can you just make me some new ones? Well, they're now immediate post-extraction sutures, open wound, you know, we're not. So the, so the assistant calls and says, hey, what can we do? We can't leave this patient without teeth yeah. for six weeks or two months. And it was the best feeling ever to say, I could have them for you this afternoon.
0: That's awesome.
3: <laughs> But tomorrow morning would be more convenient, and that just being able to reproduce the reproducibility yeah. of that complete denture locked that account. I mean, that dentist is now a loyal advocate of that's cool of three D printing, and and that's it's stories like that that are kind of, I mean, it, that's a unique story maybe, but we can't underestimate the value of, of that being reproducible.
0: Oh. What are you printing on? The Kohl's
3: or printer, yeah, yeah. Kohl's and Endima. Nice. It, it's been that's been a very predictable.
0: And streamlined solution for me. Me
2: yeah. as well. I've got four of
3: them.
0: Do you? That's just that's a printer we have. It's a good little printer.
2: So versatile. I mean, I'm I'm not only doing removables on it. I'm even doing my abutment placement jigs for all of my. That's what we do. Uh, on implant department uh, models
0: when we
3: have to. Yeah. Partial me, frames when you have to. You know, and from a clinician's perspective, it's so fast. It is. If I need, if I just need a model or something made quickly. I don't know of a faster way to fabricate it. Yeah, like a it lot
0: of these printers are built on the solution of you loading up the plate, then hitting the button, right? And print overnight. Yeah. yeah, they say no, just keep it going. Yep. throw something on there, print it. Throw something on okay. there, print it. And that's eight, how eight our, our production later. works. Yep.
2: <laughs> we don't wait.
3: Yeah, and I think that we'll see more and more printers popping up in in clinicians' offices for that reason. Sure.
2: I think that's going to be the next big step with placement of printers and things like that. You're going to start seeing yeah. the same business model that you've seen with. Mills. You know, get your crown in an hour or you're gonna get your denture in two hours or whatever it may take yeah
3: yep. and i still press back i mean we'll still i don't know i i probably started with 15 percent printed i figured i'd just use it for immediates and you know stuff where the aesthetic value need, didn't wasn't particularly high yeah uh, but to my surprise now i'm probably 85 percent printed and and occasionally i'll want a nice layered tooth for an aesthetically challenging patient
2: and i'm kind of the same i still have because like I said, when we converted to digital removables, we gave ourselves no other option. We also didn't give our accounts any other option either if we were still working and doing their removables. So we still had to appease them. So I would like to say that I'm 100% printed dentures, but I'm not. I'm, I'm printing a lot of immediates, like Mike was saying. Yeah. But we're also still milling a lot of the 199 really? yeah, and, yeah. And multi-layered teeth for those accounts that still demand that processed look and that processed fit. But it's it's grown our business by at least 30% over the last well, year. Well, let me ask that. you, when you switched the
0: digital, did you reach out to your accounts and say, we are switching to digital, you don't have a choice, and this is what you'll get, and this is how much? Or did you just make the switch? I made the switch.
2: I didn't even let them know. Prices were the same? Mm-hmm. And what sort of feedback did you get? So the feedback I got was, what did you change to? Most of the time we get a call why do you have a new technician working on my work? What what (laughs) happened to Joe Smith? That's my favorite question. (laughs) Now I get to tell him everything's so uniform, and we were able to implement a lot of our training techniques that we use in removables because a lot of the techniques we used to train our removable techs when we could get them trained was uh, the PTC, Jim Mahan, John Ness technique. Yeah, great stuff. So we were able to translate that into our digital department so we could use that same setup technique. And again, I was using Mondial teeth when I was running the removal department. Well, I'm able to do the same in the digital world. I can still use the Colzer Mondial library. So they're still getting the same contour, same mold, and same look to the acrylic when it's all said and done. The only thing they really had to deal with was the fact that it was more uniform in appearance. And... It almost, and this was kind of something that I had to teach my CAD-CAM technicians, it was more of a crown and bridge arch setup than a bilateral denture occlusion. I get that. So that's really all I had to change. Once they started seeing the milled, they didn't know any different. They just thought, wow, this thing came out so homogenous and so gorgeous and so uniform thickness. This is amazing. Yeah. But When I did switch to printed, I had to let them know of the printed because at the time I hadn't trained my technicians on any composite layering techniques to doctor them up and make them look less monochromatic. Yeah, yeah. So those type of cases, I would have that conversation with my accounts just as more of a treatment planning phase rather than saying, hey, I'm switching all of my stuff to digital. You've got no other choice. Yeah. I made the approach more of a, hey, this is what I'm going to do on this case because I think it'll be more aesthetic for the long term. And they're
0: probably always game for it. I, yeah. Mean, yeah.
2: I never got pushback from any one of them until I really pushed the envelope and tried printing stay plates. That's when it really did. Printing began. what? Stay plates. Stay plates? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. the, the material, unfortunately, and we knew this uh, going into that, is not indicated for stay plates. Yeah. But as a technician, what are we going to do? We're going to push everything we possibly can to the limit. Some of them worked great, but when they want to start opening vertical and things like that, and really putting the pressures to that uh, material thickness, is when we really started seeing yeah. failures
0: any of you doing uh, flexibles?
2: Mm-hmm. Do I you... actually do all of my flex. I don't do – so my flexibles are still a digital meets analog approach. So I'm designing all of my Valplast and TCS, um, which is the thermoplastics that we yep. offer, along with Zerlux Acetyl Frames. For the all thermoplastic partials, um, I'm designing those digitally, and I'm printing those on my Dima. But I'm flasking and injecting the TCS or the Valplast. So I'm basically just completing the set digitally and the base digitally. Then I'm handing it off to my removal department, who's still flasking and investing Injecting that and injection. That. Yeah. And then we print to cast our partial frames, and we also mill Zerlux acetal. Yep. Uh, and we used to mill visicle, but I think that's been discontinued. If I remember. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Do you do flexibles?
3: Some, well, no. Let me back up. No. I don't, <laughs> I don't, we, don't, we don't manufacture them in the lab. I just send those to Tommy. Yeah. yeah. It's just not worth. All of, all of that work. It's a huge pain
2: in the Yeah, yeah. there's nothing about it that anybody likes. I'm no. very honest. I, and I
3: know I don't, there are sometimes I look at my lab sconce, but not with those. Yeah. Like no. that, that, those
0: were a giant pain Well worth it. Yeah, <laughs> money well spent <laughs> when I had yeah. someone else. We're looking to find someone else to do it. I'm just tired of doing yeah. it. They're never great, yeah. and it's a headache, and people don't want to do them, and it's a challenge. And
3: That's a question my colleagues have asked a lot about. How did we make the transition clinically from a a conventional flask denture to a digital denture. I guess by nature, I'm just always interested in what the new thing is. It's not always better, but I'm interested in it. Sure. And so I I just couldn't wait to try one and see how it worked. But I think that's a personality structure issue, and many of my colleagues are less willing to embrace. That's
0: why I was shocked he didn't get any negative feedback.
3: So the things that I've talked about with them that I think have helped are, again, you know, Mrs. So-and-so dropped her denture in the sink. You know yeah. what, are you, what are you gonna do what i can just print a new one and now i've been printing long enough that i'm starting to see the benefit of relines so they're wearing a they're wearing yeah. a denture that they've been wearing for five years it's time for a reline and their greatest fear every patient's fear in my office anyway is is my new denture going to look like my old one everybody knows how these teeth look and i'm terrified that when you make my new denture yeah. it, won't, it won't look like my old one I mean, you know and Historically, we would duplicate it and do our best, but honestly, it's it's not exactly like the sure, old. Sure. Yeah. Whereas now, I can say, yeah, well, I mean, I don't think you'll be able to see the difference in 40 microns. Yeah. Which is Your how copy close scan it'll be. It. Yeah. yeah. So I just do a, a light-bodied polyvinyl wash, rescan the intaglio surface, stitch that back onto their teeth as they were when we delivered it. So they're getting new, new teeth, and, and they can have a new denture. And up at, at a cost that is not just a reline. Now it's a new denture.
0: Do you think we'll ever get to the point in technology where that patient can bring in that old photo from them from the 1970s that's like from 12 feet away, and they're smiling, and they say, I want it to look like this. Do you think we could ever just, like, scan that and get that to work? Don't you love those photos? Well, once we're, we start
2: implementing more we're, photogrammetry. Yeah, we're pretty close. <laughs> we'll we're not,
3: so. it's actually, we're not that far from being able to do that yeah. now. I mean, when There's our generation's that
2: old, we all have digital Yeah, we'll have an STL,
0: right. And, yeah, we'll have tons of photos of ourselves on the Internet, but I love those photos that come in from the Their 70s, teeth are, yeah. are one pixel.
3: Yes. All of their yeah. teeth <laughs> occupy yeah. one pixel. One <laughs>
2: block like, make it look like that. I'm like, yeah, okay. You do want do one that. tooth? <laughs> <laughs> I could
0: definitely do that. I'm Sure, we can do it. I'm done. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys coming on. This oh, is some for good sure. stuff. Yeah, man. Thanks for having us. Yeah, your part on Calab. I told you this last night. It blew away all those business people. <laughs> well, thank you. Because you're up there, everyone's like, "Well, we made money doing this," and we did And then you're like, "This is how we did it." And everyone's like, "What the heck?" Yeah, it was give nice. yourself
2: no other option. And yeah, I am the general manager, and I've never. Had the desire to go and open my own laboratory because of the relationship I have with the company I work for, yeah. and it's allowed me to get to dive into technical more than I could have ever hoped, and that's the free reign that they've given me. So, yeah. why not give it back and show this is how you give yourself no other option and how you show full commitment? Yeah, working for
3: a lab that allows you to do that, it's important. I mm-hmm. think clinicians will embrace it. I mean, we're although I say that, and I, I spent yesterday at uh, at the Midwinter Dental Meeting. And I have spent today here at Lab Day. Lab Day's way cooler. Oh, way cooler! <laughs> and the people way are way cooler. cooler. This is this is the place to be. The
0: only thing they have over there is Crest giving out cool stuff. That's all I know about. Yeah, <laughs> I I
3: have thoroughly enjoyed uh, my experience at Lab Day.
0: It's yeah, they say it increases the dentists that come here just triple almost every year. Yeah,
3: so. yeah. I, when I'm looking at badges,
0: there are. A lot of those, both. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've seen it, too.
3: Most of the dentists, I think, that are here are interested, you know, like I am, in a relationship with a technician, but ultimately because I want to control the outcome. Yeah. I have a vision in my mind of what I want the prosthesis to look like, and, and I don't know of a way to accomplish that without having a close relationship with a, a skilled technician. Well,
0: most of them write a script, write A2 on it, yeah. that's it, <laughs> send it to us, and then when we don't meet those expectations... <laughs> that know, have never well, been set from day yeah. one. Owning, owning a lab now has just
3: opened my eyes. Many of my peers who I have held in high regard oh, 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 yeah. have fallen from grace, really. I mean, yeah. people that I... Like, what do you mean he hasn't paid his lab bill? I didn't know that was a thing. You <laughs> can just not pay your lab. <laughs> I, it's you a know, big thing. Or where there's no margin. This yeah. must be a mistake. Yeah. This must not. Surely Dr. So-and-so didn't send us an impression with He's no margin. He's pulling your leg. Right? No. <laughs> so he finally understands yeah, loss. Leader. It has really been a eye-opening experience, and I have a new regard for the plight of a technician because I just assumed, well, I'm a dentist and went to dental school like everybody else. We're probably all pretty similar. Um, and that's not to say, I don't mean to, I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just saying oh, yeah. we, if you did what you were taught in school, it would be that way, but I, mean, I think that's, you know. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't either. I can't either.
0: tell you how many times we make calls on just the dumbest thing.
3: You know, when I talked about this in a lecture, or I guess a roundtable yesterday, I think that one of the challenges I see now that I'm on sort of both sides of that fence is a really highly trained, competent lab technician ultimately enables not great dentistry because your training and ability and experience allows you to take something that's really marginal in terms of the output from my profession yeah. and turn it into something that's acceptable. Yeah. You know, it's it, you have made a, you know, silk purse out of a sow's ear, but what that the message that sends the clinician is good enough. Good yeah. job. Good yeah, job, yeah. doctor. It worked out And what's out fine. that called, yeah.
2: Elvis? It's called turning chicken into chicken salad. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you are unwittingly teaching dentists. That's good enough. Yeah. The outcome was fine, that's good enough. And it's really hard you know, I feed my family doing dentistry. So I, am in a, I have a position I understand of luxury where if an account provides me with what I consider to be sub, you know, a quality of work that's below the standard of care, I can just call them and say, you know, I'm really sorry. I'm sure you were having a bad day, but I don't see a margin on this impression. Could you please take a new one? But because I have that financial security from my practice, if I were yeah. feeding my children... As a lab technician, we just do it. That suddenly becomes <laughs> an awkward call. You it know, does. Th- that's a key account. Our I can't drop. piss this guy off, yeah. and so I'll just make it work because I have to. And, and and that's a really regrettable downside to the relationship between the technician and the dentist. And I I'd like to be able to overcome that.
0: Well, digital impressions were supposed to change all that, but <laughs> yeah, nope. and they have. <laughs> people who didn't
3: care about polyvinyl impressions are people who didn't care. Yeah, they're not going to care suddenly crap because it's digital. Crap! Right? Yeah.
0: Now
2: right. I can just hit a button. I don't get to look at it. That makes crap way faster. <laughs> Still going to generate the same <laughs> crap. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, that's been a really, it's been an interesting
2: I bet. enlightening
3: path for me.
0: I bet. You'd come into our lab and you'd shake your head and cry a little, yeah. I'm sure. We'd well, we have some terrible.
3: My suspicion is it's just representative of labs across the country. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: And it's not not far from the truth. Yeah. No. All right, enough bitching about
0: doctors. <laughs> and see, yeah, that's Mike's well, a different breed of doctor. Yeah. I wish every
2: one of my doctors was, were like Mike because it's amazing the relationship that he's built with us, and it's he's just one of the coolest doctors that we can work with, and he's the most down to earth. And if we do have a problem, I'm not sitting there on the phone thinking, "Oh my God, Mike's going to be so upset about this. He's going to tell me to make more." out. "No, he gets it. He understands yeah. what I'm." Well, I'm going to say against. thank
3: you because I require what I understand now now and i mean it it makes sense but it took courage to call me right that's a confrontation that someone had to build up the courage and and sort of think about how am i going to save it so i don't offend this person yeah and that's something that 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 i now that i understand that that takes courage to accomplish it's something to say thank you for i know that was an uncomfortable call i know you would rather have not made it and the fact that you did shows that you trust our relationship and you care about the product enough that you're willing to overcome that
0: so thank you for that and we don't get that I can't tell you how many times doctors have told me, just call me if there's ever an issue. And then you call them, and then you call them again, and then you call them again. And now they stop sending your work.
2: And that's the best you can get, right?
0: Yeah. Well, for for all that, I'm sorry. (laughs) As you speak for all dentists.
3: That's the spokesperson for just me.
0: (laughs) Hope the ADA doesn't know. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much for sitting down. It's great to meet both of you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. All right. We'll talk to you later. Okay. We're not going to be able to pronounce it. We're going to uh, we're going to call him Bob. <laughs> well, you can try it. It's Yonut Pitu. Anu- s- we'll anu- spell, Anit, so. Anut Pitu. How about you? Well, like I know this. Anut Pitu. Anut Pitu. Anut
4: Pitu. I Can't pronounce. I can barely pronounce her name. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I've listened all. Almost all of your podcast. So is it on? I, yeah. Oh, good. All
1: right. So go ahead. You do the introduction. Well, well I think we already started. We are here
4: <laughs> with Anut Pitu. You know what's Pitu? Thank
1: you. From <laughs> Romania. <laughs>
0: Romania. So Can this gentleman, listener. this oh, gentleman, sent me an email after we found out through Apple Podcast that we were number one in the in medical Romania. category in Romania. And I was all like, <laughs> "What the heck? Did, how <laughs> did that even happen?" months later this guy emails me and goes i think it's my fault so <laughs> cool. i'm the one that listened and i'm the one that shared with friends i was like oh my god that's amazing yeah. he's like i'm gonna be at lab day and i'm like you better come record with
4: us
1: how did you find us in romania just just well
4: like- uh, i've been uh, watching uh, the facebook group the three, the three shape study facebook group yep and i've heard that you're gonna interview savan plurian yep and i said okay i know this guy i want to listen to the interview. So, to be honest, I tried to listen to one of your podcasts before, but uh, probably I just got uh, the wrong episode. So, just it's didn't. Probably, it's probably an yeah. early one. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've uh, improved slightly. And that was uh, at the, be- uh, the end of the week, but the interview was about to come on Monday. Yeah. So, before that, you were a very interesting uh, interview with the guy from Harvest. Sasha. Uh, Sasha. 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 Sasha
0: He blew all of our minds. Yeah. And uh,
4: <laughs> I was really, really impressed. Yeah. And then I started to listen to the podcast from early. Yeah. And uh, I listened uh, some interview with Lee Kulp. Yeah. Which, uh, oh, so, yeah, I, I followed just the name I knew for the, yes. list, for the beginning. Yeah. And, uh, it was really, really interesting. And uh, then I started to listen to your podcast. Sweet. <laughs> and listen, listen, listen. I have uh, 30 minutes or maybe 45 minutes uh, commute. commute. Yeah. So it's perfect for one episode almost. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> so I listen all, almost all of your podcast. That's awesome. That's nice. And Thank to you. be honest, one of the reasons I am here is because of you. Shut uh, up. Yeah. Aww. Because I was so intrigued. I, I wanted to see... You guys are doing business and so on. So I also have a friend, let's call it, uh, yeah. here, in, uh, and he invited me. Okay, come over me and see my lab. I said, oh, it's a little bit far, but why, why not? not? Yeah. He, showed me the, he sent me a link with the LMT day, and I said, okay, I've never been here. This year it's not the IDS show, so it should be interesting. Why not?
1: So what do you think? Is it amazing or what?
4: Oh, yes. It's huge. Oh, yeah
1: thousands and this thousands guys uses and the IDS
4: he's used to no. IDS. I, you're it's used to here IDS here is not so huge but the lecture here it's really nice are they good yeah yeah, yeah. so it's uh, i think it's better than the IDS great IDS okay it's also for the dentist uh, side so it's oh it's I see. really big yeah. it's really big it, but so, uh, so you own a lab or are I you a Saran- lab, yes. uh,
1: so, what is your favorite thing to do at the bench? Are you at the bench or are you running the lab?
4: Well, I'm running the lab. I still do some things. Yeah. Uh, mostly digital. Don't we all? Yeah, yeah. Mostly digital, so I don't like to work too much, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, how long ago did you start your lab? Uh, I have my lab from uh, 1999. Wow. Oh, wow. So, That's it's a long 20 time. years. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, this year I partnered with a guy who was producing all kinds of material for dental use. So we try to do something different. We have a milling center, a printing center. With th- we have a 3D printer. So we try to. 20 printers? No, no. With 3D printer. Oh, 3D printer. Yeah. Okay. A metal 3D ah, printer. Oh. So we try to do something different. Sure. But I also have my own lab, nine people, I believe. Yeah, that's I always big. have to count on my finger. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, so. Are you
1: looking at any new printers or any new materials at, mm. at the show?
4: Just I enjoy want to enjoy the get lectures? into digital danger, to be honest. Yeah,
1: that's really big here this
4: year. Yeah, uh, I have a PM7 from Ivo car, So. Oh wow! Um, yeah. I have so that as well. It's a nice it's machine. Really nice. Yes. Yeah. So this is what I hear and I watch all over the lecture with a 3d printer 3d uh, denture 3d printer 3d printer denture. yeah so it's really interesting and uh, i think they are getting there they're getting so
1: closer
0: how advanced is romania compared to the united states is it farther along in the digital dentures mm, and things or
4: di- digital di- denture i don't think there are too many guys who make digital. in denture. romania there's romania, not no no yeah no, so no. you're gonna be first to market maybe Probably, That's nice. Yeah. Probably. That's At least no one mills them. Uh, I know a few guys they are printing. Yeah, but the printed ones are not yet there. I get it. So it has to be a little bit time. Do you but still do PFM's? I do PFM's. Yeah. Uh, around thirty percent, forty percent, and the rest is zirconia, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask that question. What sort of differences do you see in Romanian America? Well the main difference is the size yeah so you lab size lab or? size the market size and everything even the car size <laughs> so everything here is big yeah for example my lab would be uh, very small here A very yeah. small one here but it's considered but it, big in romania not big but a medium yeah so most okay. of the labs in romania it's uh two three people maybe yeah there are a few big labs, let's call it like this. They have maybe one hundred. Oh, okay! Wow, that's big. That's very big. Yeah, but there are two or three, I believe, something like this. But otherwise, the the labs are pretty small. So yeah. it's one man lab, two three men. What's the education like? Is it? So it was well. The surprise listening to your uh, podcast, I know that here everybody can work in a dental lab yeah definitely so here, here so not do you here. need in, a degree <laughs> yes in romania we really? have to have a convention uh, two year or four year three years wow three years yes That's so we amazing. have to have a degree in you have to just yeah. sit at a bench yeah, yeah. wow so then to. how
1: would somebody like you want to become a dental technician like how do they promote it because most of our interviews you either know somebody or a family member but, like, how did you find yourself in this industry?
4: Well, myself, well, I'm a lucky guy. So my sister is a dentist. Okay, there you she, go. She is seven years older than me. And uh, about 14 years old, I said, should be an interesting combination. So I like to do things with my hands. So I thought I should be a dental technician. Wow. Yeah. So I went this way. So I knew I was going to be a dental technician since 14. Wow. Yeah. Do you get your sister's work? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to sure. gonna <laughs> say. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes you yeah, don't better. know. <laughs> Sometimes you just don't know. So do you yeah. go
1: in treatment plan and seek cases and yes. do uh, any of that?
4: Yes, I no? want to do this mostly. Yeah. yeah. So I, I've been listening to Lee Karp today and also on your podcast, and oh I really like the way he does business and the way he sees dentistry. So that's the way I want to do things. So I was I, watching him at
1: Cal Lab. Yeah. And they're now scanning the whole face, mm-hmm. and I, it was it's just really so far ahead of anything yeah, 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 I've yeah, yeah. seen. It was unbelievable. So, so he just keeps advancing his, his way all the way out, I'm Speaking telling making us ya. all look bad. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty impressive. No, but that's Shall what you. I want to do. So yeah.
4: I have some knowledge, let's say. So I've been on a uh, doctor's courses and uh, so on. So not everybody can do it. Sure. So why not? Yeah. I need to... Something else, something different from the others. Yeah. So. So you love
1: what you do, I'm sure, right?
4: I do. Yeah. I'm not sure my wife loves so what they do. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. spouses usually don't. The spouses yep. usually. They don't
0: understand yeah. why we think about it at home. And A lot of under, hours. They don't yep. understand why we don't just leave at five o'clock. You know, they just don't get it. I saw uh, one of
1: your uh, Facebook posts, and they're laying in bed, and she's like, "I wonder what he's thinking about." And then you look at the guy, and he's going. I wonder if I turn the mill off. Yeah. I, I wonder <laughs> yeah. how the zirconia is doing. Yep. She's thinking something different, and we're always thinking dentistry. Yeah. yeah. At least I am. Most everybody I know is, yeah. I should say. It,
4: you cannot escape from this. So sometimes I would like to do something else. Yes, maybe not think so much about yeah. this. But all day, all night, in the weekends, and every time. And, they, and then you
0: go on vacation, and what do you do? You go to a dental laboratory
4: conference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Luckily, I have some hobbies, and uh, I can get away yeah. a little bit from right. this. But otherwise, and the kids kept asking me. Oh, they say, okay, my house my house, is in the lab, so I live in the lab for them. <laughs> oh, is your
0: lab at your house?
4: Uh, no, 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 no. I spend live more there. time. there than home. <laughs> My father yeah.
1: did too. I can tell you that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, what's
4: next for you in your lab? What's the name of your lab? Uh, it's Quartz Dental Quartz Lab. Quartz Dental Lab. Yeah. Like it. Well, as I told you, I want to have a better uh, collaboration with doctors. Yeah. So, for offering a service. So, do you guys do implant planning now? And. I have some uh, doctors that are doing it, yeah. so we are just in the beginning, but uh, it's really promising. What's the big software? Do you have? Is code
0: diagnostic in and uh, no, no, no. Romanian? We
4: use Implant uh, Studio from TreeShape. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. sure. Okay. Yeah. And uh, because I work mostly with MIS Implant, I was is that I, big in there? MIS. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I use uh, their software, the M Guide. So they have their own software for their nice. implants. Yes.
1: Nice. Great. Good for you. I had Uh, no idea MIS was big there. Yeah, that's interesting.
4: Me neither. We see a good amount of MIS in Indiana. Uh, I think it's sixty percent from Romania. From Romania, really? That's a big market share. Maybe less now because there are also uh, Mega Gen from Korea. So they are also Mega Gen's there. Yeah, yeah. but otherwise you don't hear a lot of Straumann, and you don't. Interesting. no, 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 No. Yeah. Interesting. That's funny how that all works out. Well, that's that's the difference between romania and united states for example so that's but mainly the labs are the same so yeah just the size of them interesting yeah well
1: thank you for reaching out to elvis and thank you for having me here
4: here. (laughs) it (laughs) was nice talking to you it was awesome
1: (laughs) now you can spread your own interview (laughs) tell everybody you're on the podcast and we'll be number one continuously (laughs) in romania
4: (laughs) Well, my kids will be happy. You're going to be a there. rock star. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Thank I appreciate you. it. Have a great evening. Thank meeting.
0: you very much. Was I, nice I was going to try you. to say your name again, but I didn't even try. You're pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you
4: pizza, You're, right? close. Yeah. You're close. <laughs> 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 You're close. You're <laughs> close. Very impressive. <laughs> but Bob, it's easier. Bob. Yeah. You know, I speak with a lot of people on the radio. I'm so radio amateur. And uh, it was difficult for them also yeah and bob it's really easy did you just pick <laughs> bob or uh no actually it's funny bob uh, i was called bob from a little really yeah cool. it was initially bump like a bump yeah but, uh, it got shorter and shorter and <laughs> i got that with bob bob so there you everybody ah, yep. there everybody knows me as bob then cool. there you go. Bob um, from Romania. That's a heck yeah. of a lot easier for yeah. you to say. <laughs> Thank you very and much, me. sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you very it. much. Take Thank care. You. Thank you.
0: LMT Lab Day Chicago 2020 Saturday. Joined once again from a gentleman we talked to at the Eastern Conference, Joshua Fitzgerald. Hey, What's how you doing? Hi, good. Good morning. Good. I yeah, think, very I think, busy here. Yeah, very I think busy. last time we talked to you, you talked a lot about... You're one-person lab. That's correct. And kind of growing with the times. Still
5: Steven growing. on technology. Still so. growing.
1: So what are you looking at here? What so, you talk about growing, are you looking at a printer?
5: Um, look, I'm looking at everything. Mostly zirconia right now, just checking out the different pucks they have. And um, there's so many on the market right now. So just just kind yeah. of evaluating. Yeah. I and mean, I know there's a lot of similarities between a lot of them. So um, right now I am using a puck by America Smile. We talked called.
0: about this. How you got like their blocks, right?
5: Yeah. Well, I have I have a, a bigger <laughs> mill now. Oh, what did since think the last you? time we spoke? I uh, I purchased the uh, the Armand Garbach. I hear good things about the I do yep. too, actually. Yeah. So it's we use very, their zirconia. Very good mill. A lot mill. of it. Very yeah. very beefy mills. It's nice now being able to have the ninety eight millimeter so you have a lot more options but yeah. still that little mill that i have i use as much as i do the big mill
0: i think people were shocked when you were on the podcast talking about how much it broke down to cost yeah people are like
5: under two dollars a, a wow. unit that's or, nuts yeah that's nuts yeah yeah it's it's pretty crazy so yeah i'm looking at some you know that the the zirconia and some pmma and uh wax pucks and whatnot so really Really pushing myself into the digital world. You know, kind of cut back, you know, putting that that waxing unit on the shelf and letting the machine yeah. do, do a lot of the work now. And the only time I do a wax, you know, if I'm pressing something, just putting a screw on it. You yep. know, just yeah. putting on a, a sprue on the crown that I just milled. Nice. You know, are you
1: doing um, any layering or any PFMs or are you mostly.
5: So I still do some PFMs and actually uh, we're sitting here in the Arjun booth and they're the ones who do my. My frameworks,
1: yeah, awesome.
5: Uh, most of my dentists that do PFM's, they want high noble. So I'm using, you know, they, they do the DPM where they print the yeah. pattern and then cast it and send it back to me, and I'm layering porcelain. Do you and use it.
0: their new what is it, Palladium Plus?
5: I haven't tried that yet because my dentists don't want the noble; they want high noble. They want high noble. Okay. So uh, yeah, I think that's a that's probably a good a good alternative because Palladium's just really.
1: That's uh, it's
5: unbelievable! Yeah. I can't promise. believe anybody would use my that copings anymore. now. Are I mean, the cheapest I'm paying for a coping I think is 120 dollars oh a unit God. for a coping. It's ridiculous. Do you pass but
1: that on to your clients? Of course. Please tell me, you And market Of course, <laughs> I was gonna say you have to. that's got to be one hell of an expensive. They're the BFM. one asking for
5: it. Very. Yeah. Oh and I said, "You sure you don't want zirconia? Oh no, I've been doing this for so many yeah, years. Yeah. Yep. Like, hey." I'm here to please. Yeah. I'll it's do most of the older to ones do. that You're still You're here to do pay. I'm anyways. here to please. Let's do it. Yep. So we, uh, yeah. So, we, yeah, we do that. And then they, they also mill my full gold crowns as well. beautiful. They are amazing. Yeah. They are amazing. They do ours, too. Yeah.
0: And phenomenal how clean they are
5: very clean yeah. not a whole lot of finishing when you get them back no. in the lab just kind of touching where the sprue was and uh, you sandblast the inside a little polishing and we're good to yeah, go you're good yeah it's a nice so partnership yeah very very streamlined very, and that's being a one-man lab everything i do has to be very efficient very streamlined so that's that's how we are able to work the 40-hour weeks and take the weekends have off and have yeah. a wow. vacation time with the family good for you so if you don't do that mm-hmm. oh goodness gracious you know you talk to so many people nowadays who really talk bad about the profession you know people who have been doing this for 20 30 years and say oh man i wish i would have never got into it but this is the only thing i know how to do and I'm like well how how much do you work I'm like well i work 10 hours a day sometimes i work saturday and sunday and i'm like that's why you hate your job yeah that's why you hate your job because you work all the damn time (laughs) i love my job i work 40 hours a week and that is it and i take two vacations a year with the family good for you i love it yeah you just have to i love my job too you have to learn how to streamline things and if you if you don't if you're a small lab and you don't have your lab streamlined you are in for a rude awakening and especially in the digital world now if you're not on board with the digital god help you because uh you're gonna struggle because outsourcing if you're going to outsource all that stuff it's going to eat so far into your profit you're going to be I mean it's it's like you you can go back groceries for more you know get paid yeah. more for doing that than you yeah. can sure. at, at the bench so you need to be on board with the with the digital
0: so when you went from block milling to puck milling are you increasing your amount of production or are you just getting things done quicker so you have more free time
5: I am getting things done quicker so that I can start doing some more marketing to get more accounts in the door. Nice. Because you're all by yourself. I'm all by myself. But I tell you what, now with the digital aspect in the laboratory, I mean, it's like I have a three-, four-man lab because the machines are doing so much of the work now. And so I am able to produce what I'm doing now a lot faster and still have a lot of time. I mean, I can knock out some serious work now. I mean, serious work being a one-man lab. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the more accounts I get, I'll, I'll need people to come in and run the machines. But for now, I mean, I can, I can do it no problems. And the great thing about it is the mills don't talk back to me. You know, they, they never, <laughs> they know, never take so vacation. The, the printers all night. Yeah. They don't
0: complain about the other piece of equipment.
5: No, they're never <laughs> sick. Uh, I love it. But, yeah, I, I would like to grow a little bit, uh, get a few more you know, a few more people in there. And um, I don't want to get too big because you really don't need to anymore. I mean, you can stay small and still make a really good living doing yeah. what we do. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of small labs that <laughs> these guys are. I mean, they're driving around in Porsches and, and, and Land Rovers and, you know, and have big fancy houses. You're like, wow, that's. And you ask them how they do it, and, and it's digital. Yeah. It's digital. And so you uh, mentioned
1: marketing. How do you market?
5: I do a do lot do? of marketing on Facebook.
1: Okay, I'm hearing that more and more.
5: Facebook is amazing, and it's cheap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's because free, it's yeah. free for me. Because yeah, yeah. I just go on these dentist websites and start posting stuff. And then really, you know, that's how yeah. you're doing it, oh, huh? Yeah, yeah so I just post y- pictures, and you know, you start interacting with some of these guys, and um, and then they you know they start asking questions, and then and then you start to form a little bit of a relationship, yeah. and then boom, you know somebody ticks them off and then all of a sudden they're
1: they're calling you, calling
5: you or sending you a message. Hey Josh, can you say, yeah, absolutely. That's pretty smart. You know what's absolutely. worked
0: for us? Just a couple of times but there's a lot of dentist groups on Facebook and they'll post like what's this screw from? Or identify this Yeah, I've plant. seen that. And if yep. you're able to be one of the first few to answer that, I've actually gotten work from it. Hmm. They're like you name this screw. Oh, that's amazing. Where can I get one? Well, actually I have one. Right. Are you interested? And, and then you the next thing you know you're creating a new account.
5: Yeah, guess what? I also do zirconia. <laughs> yeah, by the
0: way. <laughs> I'll send you this screw along with this package <laughs> Right. and some return shipping labels. Yeah, yep. Just fill
5: the box up, baby. Yeah. I'm ready. That's Look how cool. easy this yes. is.
0: And I just saved your ass. Right. Yeah. I just saved it by finding this screw you had no idea what it was. Absolutely. That is the kind of but that doesn't come from just posting your work. You gotta get in there and interact. Absolutely. And that's a lot of it. Yeah. So what do you
1: how do you find those groups on Facebook? They're all over. Just look I it mean, up. Dentist.
5: Yeah, I mean, you just, if you do a search on dentistry, okay. good lord. I know that's so such a stupid so question. Yeah. And you got to sit there and
0: you join them, and some of them you have to answer questions. Yeah, you have to
5: answer the crazy questions. you know, yeah, like, who, what's what, a cuss tip? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, there we go. We're, we're in. They're, they're trying to you know? weed
0: out the people that are in there just to sell things. Right. And, okay, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and
5: cool. they'll have rules. You know, some of the uh, groups will have rules. You can't. You can't do any kind of advertising, or yeah. you can't know. There's no down talk, or whatever. There, there's different yeah. rules that some of them have, but uh, but for the most part, it's 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 pretty open to to whatever. And people post their work and talk about you know different aspects of dentistry and different situations. And, yeah. um, it's nice because you know you've got a you've got a forum to go to. Whereas if you are having some issues or problems, man, you can get an answer. Quickly. within amount of i mean within minutes yeah a lot of times yeah, yeah. people are very that, quick sure. to help yeah. you know yeah. it's 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 great because yeah. you've got that resource to to help you out like just like you were saying Elvis, was with the screw you know and don't not knowing what kind of implant it was or yeah, what yeah. kind of screw being able to help like that so yeah the the uh, social media has been amazing i haven't really done much on the instagram and all that yet i'm i'm really as my son would say I'm old school with Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook is the old person's social media now, you know. <laughs> it's the old people's social media. It is media. actually. You yeah. know, I don't even know I don't even know how Snapchat works. I don't yeah. know any of that stuff. <laughs> I'm I'm all Facebook. Our kid
0: does TikTok. I'm like what the heck is that I TikTok? Know. I don't know what it is. I, I don't, don't understand either. it. It's short no videos. That is. it. <laughs> Nope, I'm Facebook. But what's amazing about about some of those dental groups is they'll go on there and just say, hey, I'm looking for a lab. Anybody recommend a good lab for whatever?
1: Huh. So they
0: expect other dentists to say, oh, I use this lab and this lab. And I'm on there saying, this lab. You know, it's... Why not? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And they're they're very quick to
1: to to they'll say check who you they're out. Is, they'll go to your website
0: yeah, yeah. if they're interested, you never know. Yeah. And it's free. I do this while I'm like watching T V. Absolutely. You, know? you
1: are brilliant. I just am saying. brilliant.
0: I yeah. I mean with
1: a I name like Elvis, how you. could you not? Oh yeah. Really yeah. Yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: how many clients do you have with
5: I only have maybe how, how many can you take eight, on? Nine, okay. I, eight or nine awesome. right now. that's a lot. It's yeah, it's, it's I mean for it's one person? for me. Yeah for sure. In um, I
1: would say that they're they're sending a fair amount of work your direction.
5: It could be dangerous if you just have one or two accounts that are that's that your lab is supporting. Support, you know, yeah. So you're, you're, you know, your lab is depending on two or three clients. That's not a good thing. No. Because a lot of times they'll end up knowing that hey, I've got you where I need you. Yeah. This is where my price point needs to be. If you can't meet that, then I'm going to have to jump ship, and you're going to have to find another dentist. And nine times out of ten, a lot of the labs will say, okay, I'll I'll meet you. I'll drop it. We'll meet in the middle maybe. Or I couldn't imagine if your biggest account was like a DSO. Oh, they that's, get some those new executive the, that no, just no. changes labs like that. I don't even know? try to get those accounts. No. I don't want to have anything to do
0: with, with the big corporate dentistry One groups. of our biggest practices was a private practice. Great guy. Tons of work. He got bought out. Didn't hear about it. Didn't know about it. All of a sudden, he just stopped. Yeah. You're, you know, it takes you about a week to be like, well, what happened? You you on
1: vacation?
0: You call him. He's like, no, we got bought out.
1: Yeah. I'm like, what the...
0: Yeah, boom, just like that.
5: There Go are on. a lot of them
1: moving that hurt. direction for it sure. Hurt. Yeah, yeah.
5: yeah, because they they're they're following rules now. They have to meet us, you know, a certain number with their lab yeah. bill, and they have to lower it to get to where.
0: And they then need I'm to like, be. well, who more bought production, you more production, out? More production, Can you give me a contact? Production? You reach out. You're like, hey, what do I need to do to keep this account? We've had them for eight years. They like us, you know, and they're yep. like, "Well, we'll get back. You never hear from them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because it's all going to Night Dental.
1: I'm It is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: it's hard. It's hard competing against uh yeah, yeah. Competing it's against I don't even try. Don't even uh, and try. servicing
1: them, too. We have quite a few DSOs at Night Dental. It's true. They want really cheap but really good, really fast, lots yeah. of communication, same sort of standards. Yeah. But they don't yeah, pay for and it.
5: then the, and then when you send this statement, the statement yeah. goes to another state to some corporate office, and then you are having to wait two three months to get paid. Yeah, that's you know, so that's fun. really not the that's not the clientele small labs want to go after. The no, big labs can can handle that, but you they know, can have them. But but <laughs> I I just there's no way I I, I couldn't survive yeah. on that.
0: I, when I'm, when the work is done, I want to get paid. Yeah,
5: stay you the know. course. Yeah, absolutely. don't change a yeah,
1: thing. So,
0: still, no matter how much they talk about how much it's growing, it's still less than ten percent of all dentistry. Absolutely. So there's plenty of work. So, out yeah. So many, so I'm not many. Worried I think about.
5: Charlotte it. has like six or seven hundred dentists in like the metropolitan. Wow, there's yeah. just so many dentists. There's out a lot there. of labs in that Charlotte. Are you area. in Drake's territory? I am in Drake's okay. territory. Yeah, I used to be in Drake's lab really years ago. Um, <laughs> good, there's. Great company, great yeah. lab. I we're have nothing people. but good, good things to say about the, the guys at Drake. They're cool. very, very, uh, but a very good. company. And that trifecta, right. you got Drake and Absolute
0: Drake Triad. Yeah, I mean
1: that. Oh, they're there too. That's, wow, they're all
5: there. Yeah, that's a wow. Big,
0: I don't know why. I
5: know all somehow, those folks.
0: It's like a mecca. of yeah. good big labs. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah,
5: good quality labs too. Oh, Up there's know, our so.
1: shirt. He wants us to interview him as well. Sorry, I, talked I to him mean yesterday interview. you were yeah. here. <laughs> Aw, <laughs> yeah, it's been a little crazy. Yeah. Well, thank you for talking Absolutely. to us. I'm glad Gotta that I got up. to sit with you now this Any time. Anytime, anytime. Awesome. Yeah, appreciate thank it, y'all Joshua. for doing what
5: you do. It's a Thanks. it's a big plus for our, our industry for, to have this resource to appreciate you know, that. For, thank you for other people to listen and learn and, and uh, appreciate that. Yeah, it's it's great. Thanks. I appreciate it. episode thank 100 in two days. Yes, All right. amazing. Nice. awesome. Congratulations, Talk to you later. All right, take care. Bye. Bye.
1: All right. A huge thanks to Tommy Rogers, Dr. Mike Clark, Bob, and Joshua. We super enjoyed sitting down and talking with everybody and learning the different perspectives that everybody has. We promise that as soon as we have the chance to record live again, and you and I both like traveling and we like Mm. recording live, we will be there because we love to talk to everybody face-to-face. You know, it was pretty cool talking to technicians from other countries, so if you are one of them and you would like to be on the podcast, please reach out to us and we would love to hear about how our industry is, where you're at, and where you live. And as we said, June is CDT and Dental Technician Appreciation Month. We've asked people to send us their audio files of them thanking that special someone or group, and we would play them on the podcast. Before we play this week's collection, we just want to take a moment and thank all of our listeners for listening. Elvis and I enjoy talking to the people we get to chat with, and we really love sharing them with others in our industry that have the same passion. So thank you to our listeners, to our sponsors, to our guests. You guys super motivate us every single week. We really love what we do on this podcast. So the first one is from tony Prespatino. he forgot to say who he was because honestly he needs no introduction so enjoy this collection of our industry thanking our industry drum roll
4: hi vfb and elvis and
0: barbara thank you for this opportunity i'd like to recognize carbon as a company
3: during the pandemic They certainly stepped up and helped us produce
4: PPEs for hospitals, nursing homes, restorative dentists in my area that needed PPEs that couldn't get a hold of them, and especially Erica Lupe, who is
0: one of the technical support team members at Carbon. She helped me figure out STLs and how to nest them and was at my beck and call. Every time I called, even on Saturdays, she would answer. Thanks, Carbon. Thanks, Erica. And Philip Simone. thanks for all your input. Thanks. Hey, this is Chris Bormas at Pre
3: Corporation, and I just wanna send up my appreciation for all dental technicians and our entire industry. How we come through this COVID mess has been awesome. We've survived, now we're gonna thrive. Dental strong, let's do this. And on a more personal note, I wanted to send a shout out to three of the dental technicians that have influenced me the most. Of course, my father, Tom Bormas, the godfather of removable, Bruce Keeling, and the consummate gentleman, Mr. Arimus. Thank you all.
6: Hi, this is Rosie from Preet. I wanted to send a thank you to Elvis and Barb from Voices from the Bench, L&T team. IDT team, JDT and NADL team for continuously updating the entire industry on all that is new and keeping us connected and it is definitely appreciated. A lot of hard work goes into that and we all know we kept receiving updates from Bennett Napier and his team as well on all the paperwork, rules and regulations, everything that NADL is doing, everybody got the updates. It's been a lot of pleasure to see everything that's going on and the community coming together so perfectly and so Much appreciation to the team providing and putting together all of this information. Thank you all for all you do. We definitely appreciate you. Dental technicians are a sturdy bunch. You weather storms, pandemics, and questionable prescriptions. You're superheroes that never get to jump into that phone booth, but let your capes peek out every now and then anyway. All of us at LMT want to thank you for your hard work, your skills, your tenacity, and most of all, your optimism. We celebrate you this month and the whole year. Keep up the great work.
1: We really appreciate everybody that sent us. Thank you. The last well-written one was from, of course, the production editor at LMT, Becky Tyre. Remember that we still have four more episodes this month to play more thanks. This is your chance. Send it to us at info at VoicesFromTheBench.com and thank somebody that's made a difference in your career. That's it
0: for us. We appreciate it. Have a good one. Have a great week.
1: Bye. Bye.